At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. of the Hornets Hivecast, your podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team, the Charlotte Hornets. I'm Sam Farber. Happy New Year, everybody. It's a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here for the first time in 2021, and we've brought him back. He's the Senior Director of Digital Media and Communications for the Hornets, Matt Rachinsky. Matt, first guest of 2021. How does it feel? Man, I tell you what, you always line me up for all these big appearances right after Mitch, after, you know, for the second podcast, then we roll in the first guest of 2021. That feels amazing. I'm going to put it that way. It feels great. I am ready to get 2021 going. I think all of us are ready to get 2021 going. Put 2020 a little bit in our rearview mirror, although the way we're playing right now, I don't know how far back we want to look at that rearview mirror because we're playing pretty well right now. So I'm happy with looking at how 2020 ended with this team and ready for 2021. I'm all good with extending whatever good we were able to take away from 2020, but to hopefully quickly get to whatever uh, the new normal will be in 2021, which hopefully will involve us all being uh, able to be together very soon. You, you know, Matt, New Year's is all about uh, resolutions. Uh, you know, we, Diana and I talked about some of ours last night. What's one of your resolutions uh, you're going to commit to in 2021? You know what? I started one of my resolutions early. I'm just going to be honest with you, Sam, because, you know, we, we got, you know, like everyone else, we were getting hit by multiple things uh, throughout the course of 2020. And towards the end of 2020, you know, we actually had COVID touch our house um, and we were able to get through it. And when all of that happened, that's when I started my resolution. And it was just to really look more positively at things, to really just kind of take an overall uh over overall viewpoint of things and try and just find the good in everything. We know there's so much that's happening right now that everybody can, you know, reflect on negatively. 
But I told my crew and, I, and I'm telling you and all those fans out there, let's look back at all the things that did actually go right in 2020 because we all have a lot that we can hold on to. So let's just continue to look positively as we enter the new year. That's that's what I want to do. Uh, and I, I'm excited because, you know, I'm going to be a grandpa. So, you know, this is just crazy stuff for me. So my resolution is to be the best grandpa I can be and think positively. Love that. Love that for sure. Well, we've got a busy podcast today. We've got a game tonight that we've got to get everyone set up for against the Memphis Grizzlies. We've got a debut of the City Edition uniform and court combo. So I definitely want to talk to you about that. But I want to stay for the moment on that theme of New Year's resolutions, something I I forgot to do yesterday with uh, Diana. So I'm going to put you to the spot now. We're going to do New Year's resolutions for our favorite Hornets team members. So I'll, I'll throw out a name at you. You tell me what you think that person should resolve to do or what we should resolve to do as uh, teammates of them from the front office or maybe that the fans should do as fans of that person uh, to help them be their best selves and have their best experience in 2021. Sound good? Sounds great. I'll get my best shot. Let's see what we got. Let's start with LaMelo Ball, New Year's resolution for 2021. I guess um, for me, LaMelo Ball, what I'm going to tell him is there's so much hype around this kid. Play your game. Don't follow the hype. Don't believe the hype. Be yourself. I think the guy has been tremendous so far at being able to shake off a little bit of a rusty start in game one, has bounced back. We saw what he did in game four here. Absolutely amazing to come out and lead the team. So for him, let's just be you. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just play your game, LaMelo, and I think we're going to be just fine. Don't try and overexert yourself and do things that you're not supposed to do. I like that. He, he's such a natural. You know, he just seems to have that vibe to himself. Like, he's just doing him, and that is just the right thing to be doing right now. How about uh, P.J. Washington? P.J. Washington maintains consistency. That's that's what I want to see from P.J. in the new year. We know, you know, credit Coach Borrego early on in the season and actually calling out P.J. and saying, hey, he needs to play better if we're going to be successful. P.J. answered that challenge at the beginning of the year, has been tremendous, but I just want him to find more consistency in what he's doing from game to game. As a sophomore in this league, that's one of the hardest things, I think, to find is just finding that spot for you where now – folks are starting to get used to you they've seen you for a year come out be who you are find some way to maintain consistency and and not get flustered when those might have some of those bad performances my resolution with pj i've seen on twitter he is into 2k and uh and so my resolution is i want him to have confidence so i think he should resolve to play me in 2k i will be the person who is running into the corner all the time out of bounds with the basketball and he will have all the confidence in the world when he gets on the actual court <laughs> you and i play the same kind of 2k game maybe you, we, we might have one of those uh, lighted up scoreboard of uh, 25 to 24 score if you and i played i don't i don't know how that's gonna work we are both of the golden eye generation of video game systems where we you know odd job standing in the corner of the room why why is the screen keep going red on me that was our experience i can feel that i can feel that synergy matt uh let's do some more new year's resolutions let's do one for terry rosier terry rosier don't do anything man don't change anything right now i'm gonna be honest like I love the way that Terry is playing right now. He is so fun to watch. He's so confident in his game. And and when we brought him on, one of the things that I was excited about getting a guy like Terry with is that kind of swagger that he has. And right now he's playing with that swagger. So our New Year's resolution for Terry is keep the swagger. I want it to keep going. 
I'm going to say frame that. Just going to leave it at that. Frame that. Frame it. Frame it up, Terry. Uh, Miles Bridges, New Year's resolution for 2021. You know what? Here's my thing. I think that a New Year's resolution for 2021 around Miles should should focus on almost everybody on the team, uh, to be honest. And, and this is what I'm calling it. Be like Bridges. Because Miles has stepped up tremendously in the first four games of this season. You know, he's averaging 12.5 points, 7.8 rebounds, killing it from the field, shooting 50% from the field and three-point, and hitting 100% of his free throws. This guy knew that he had to step up this season, had to take on a different role coming off the bench, and has totally embraced it. And then when you see a guy like Cody Zeller go down with the injury, Miles has also stepped up again and, and increased his rebounding and really been kind of that influence that I think a lot of these young guys need to look to to see how Miles continues to raise his game with each situation he's presented with. He's taking on that challenge and hitting it head on. So I want everybody on our team to be like Bridges, and take down these challenges head on. And last one, Gordon Hayward, New Year's resolution. Gordon, I mean, this guy, I want to do something for him to make sure he gets some family time. He's been so good with this team and and getting accustomed to this team and finding uh, the right way to interact with this team both on and off the court. We know Gordon's missing his family. I know you're missing your family too, Sam. So for for a good New Year's resolution for Gordon Hayward, let's get him some family time. We need that family to get here soon after the holiday uh, just so he can feel comfortable and have his family around him. And I think that will help these guys play even better basketball. He's playing tremendous basketball already. But let's get him even more comfortable in the city of Charlotte and get that family here with him. There you go. You've got your New Year's resolutions. And, hey, if you're listening to the podcast, you want to send us some ideas for your New Year's resolutions, hit us up at the the Hornets account. You can hit me up at Sam Farber Live. Hit up Matt. Uh, we'll, we'll love to hear out your New Year's resolutions. Maybe you need some confidence and you want to play me in 2K2. I'm up for it, okay? I'm, I'm here to help all the Queen City with their confidence. Uh, Coming up next, we have new uniforms for this new season for the Hornets, a new uniform combination, a new court. It really is something to behold. I got a little sneak preview last night or the other night. So, uh, you know, very, very exciting things happening with the Hornets. Uh, So we want to talk about how that came about what the team uh, is trying to accomplish here with their new city edition uniforms and what the, the, the buzz is amongst the fans that we've seen so far via social media and the like. But before we talk about that, you know, there is new gear. So we want to encourage you to shop all of the best-selling classic gear and jerseys by visiting HornetsFanshop.com. You can even do it while you're listening to this podcast because, you know, you're already at the computer or on your phone. Just click the link. Go ahead. Go hit us up. Find all your stuff at HornetsFanshop.com. Time now to talk City Edition uniforms here on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast. You know, the HHC abbreviation, it was an original of Matt Ruchinski, Senior Director of Digital Media and Communications. We had a variety of names to choose from. And Matt said, hey, you know, if we go with Hornets Hivecast, HHC is a good abbreviation. And he is correct. It just kind of rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? I mean, I just feel like it's the right fit for you for what you're kind of trying to find here. It, it is unique and yet feels familiar. So it, it, is, it is just comfortable and I like it. And uh, similarly, you know, you want your new uniforms to be unique yet feel familiar, and there is something special about this year's City Edition, the mint 
jerseys and mint court, the city edition that's going to be debuting tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll talk about the game soon with Matt Rajinsky. But Matt, tell, tell us about how a new jersey, a new look comes into place and how that thought process originates. Yeah, I don't, I don't, we don't want our fans to think out there that this is something that happens really quickly or that you kind of make a snap second decision that you want to do this. This is something that's been going on for almost three years now. It, it kind of originated back, you know, every every year the Hornets meet with Jordan Brand folks and, and have a conversation out in Oregon as we kind of look at both of our brands and how they tie together. And I think that's a conversation that started there a few years ago in terms of doing something a little bit different for one of these city jerseys that we were going to have an opportunity to do and to my uh, you know for my 15 years here in charlotte looking at all the uniforms i've seen along the way this one here it, it, it's definitely a standout it's definitely one that people have taken notice of and we wanted to find something that could tie us back to you know north carolina's history as well because these are city edition jerseys you want to have a tie that kind of is there that no other team really has so we've seen people kind of go a little bit off the beaten path on these city edition jerseys and it was our chance to really do that and find it and identify an opportunity for us to connect to the city and really educate our fans because i think there's a lot of fans out there that don't even really know the story behind why these jerseys are mint and gold and, and the things that go along with it and let, let's talk about that because listen i'm new to, to charlotte uh you know i've been here for three weeks i feel like i know it like the back of my hand but i obviously don't know everything yet so the the, the first u.s mint was here in charlotte and that was the 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 thought process we're going to honor the roots here of the the history of charlotte and put it into a unique and special way into the basketball team yeah, that was the intent, you know, knowing that we have uh, the first U.S. branch mint here in the Charlotte area. That was new to me. I mean, I know you're new to Charlotte. I, I need to do my re- looking up on Charlotte better. And, and the Hornets actually were able to educate me. I did not know that that was the case. You know, so that's why the mint color is there. We're also using granite, which is the official state rock of North Carolina. And it kind of symbolizes strength and versatility. It's really something that this team is building around. We want to be strong. We want to be versatile. We want to be that building block for where this team is going. So granite ties in perfectly. And then gold, you know, we talk about whether it's minted, refined, or shine. It's just a precious metal in any form and really kind of shows how this team is building. This team is being refined itself. I think that it's crazy to think that three years ago this conversation began, but how well the storyline behind these jerseys fits in with this team right now as a building team that you can see these things that are going to be those building blocks of something special going forward that's really going to stand out. And when we take the court in these jerseys, there is no doubt in my mind that we're going to stand out. There is, I in my mind, from a from a design standpoint, maybe or you know the the apparel side of this, you know, there is nothing more like jumping off a cliff and not knowing if a net is there than changing a team's colors. Colors are something that is you know is recognizable about a team. Sometimes you don't even need to see the logo. You see a color and you immediately think of that squad. And that has been the case for the Hornets since their inception with the purple and teal. I have to imagine someone somewhere along the line would say, we're going to get rid of the colors for, for a city edition. We're going to go away from the colors. What? But when you see the mint and gold, you I, I mean, this is a standout combination alongside the, the purple and teal that, that the Hornets already have going. I, this is really a sharp look. 
Yeah, I I was terrified. I'll be honest with you. When we first heard that we were looking towards mint, it, we know that you know because because the Hornets purple and teal are so iconic for their colors that are so locked into what the brand is. Like you said, to make that step outside of things, you know, talking with Chris Bays and our creative director Seth Bennett, our senior VP of marketing, these guys had a feeling and had, had had an idea that this was going to work for us. Were they worried? Yeah, I think everybody was worried. Were, the, were, were we worried when they brought it to us? Of course. But at the same point in time, we wanted to do something that was going to make a tremendous impact, and we felt like this would and really garner some attention. But not only garner attention just because it's a mint jersey, but being able to tell the story. I think that's something that's become so important to Charlotte Hornets organization is that we just don't do things to do them. There's a reason behind everything we're doing. We're trying to be planned out more meticulous in these things and this was one of those as well so it's been a long road up until this i cannot wait to see us take the court wearing these jerseys tonight and the court has undergone a redesign as well for tonight's game as well so hopefully everyone uh, gets a chance to see some snapshots from inside the arena or watch the game on fox sports south uh, and gets a look at that court now now jersey rollouts and you know all these kinds of you know special edition uniforms they they are a long time in their process as you mentioned and the plan is always for it to be seen by the fans, of course, this being a unique season and the potential for there not to be fans. What what can you tell us? And I know we're trying to hit a moving target here because we don't know exactly you know, what the future might hold. We might have fans in the building by the end of the season. We're all certainly rooting for that. Um, but the, you know, no one knows at this stage. What do you think that the potential is for an extension of this uniform into a new season, uh, just so fans can get to experience it in person themselves? I would venture to guess. No, no, I'm not not making this overall decision. Just so the bosses out there don't don't get on me for it or anything like that. But I would venture to guess that the response that we've seen from this jersey so far, uh, from the amount of sales. I mean, our, our fan shop people are coming in the fan shop looking for this jersey, and, and we're having a hard time keeping them in. So come into the fan shop, get your mint jerseys while you can, for sure. I think that when you see this kind of a reaction, this kind of a positive reaction from your fan base. I would anticipate that this organization is going to look at this and say, hey, we're going to do whatever we can possible to try and keep this around because we know fans are going to want to see it. And there's something to be said for what they look like in person. You're 100% right, Sam. I know you got a sneak peek at them. I've had a sneak peek at them. I can't wait to see what they, they look like on the court when you're there. So, yeah, I would venture to guess we're going to try and keep this one around for a little while, even though we know that city additions can change almost yearly. They look great. We hope everyone gets a chance to enjoy them. And uh, we, we mentioned earlier that you can pick them up right now by going to HornetsFanshop.com. But in case you want to make plans for next season, a reminder that season ticket packages for the 2021-2022 season are available. And you can guarantee your price right now. For more information, call 704-HORNETS or head to Hornets.com to live chat with a season ticket representative. It is game day here on the Hornets Hivecast. The Hornets are going to be hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. They will be in their City Edition uniforms for the first time, and we're ready to break down the matchup with Senior Director of Digital Media and Communications, Matt Richinski. Matt, uh, Memphis has uh, undergone uh, some recent changes, unfortunately, due to an injury to John Morant, one of the most exciting young players in the league. 
you know, looking at different franchises, some teams are more shaped like the Hornets, where there really does have there is this team feel uh, where every player is important and everyone has their their role, but no one is irreplaceable on a night to night basis. That's not to say that, hey, you know, let's just go ahead and try this thing without Devontae Grant. No, I'm not saying that, but I am suggesting if one player has an off night, the whole thing doesn't come undone because they're playing such an unselfish brand of basketball. But as we saw with Dallas, and as we've seen in a very small sample size, I think with Memphis, uh, there are teams out there that are more dependent on their superstars than others. Luka Doncic had an off night for the Mavericks, and uh, the Hornets were able to certainly take advantage, plus they played an outstanding game themselves and the Grizzlies are learning to play on the fly without John Morant as he's dealing with that ankle injury and is going to be out for tonight's game so what are your thoughts on the matchup with Memphis I mean I think right now when you look at it you're right there there is 100% correct that not having a guy like John Morant how do you replace 26.3 points a game in your starting lineup but it's not just John Morant that they're missing too I mean in this point in time they're also without Jaron Jackson right now their and versatile swingman Justice Winslow like these are two three of their starting players right now that are all going to be out against us so what do we expect to see from the Memphis Grizzlies it's hard to say what see what we're going to expect to see from the Memphis Grizzlies because this is a team that's also trying to figure it out now just coming this is only going to be their second game back without jaw in the lineup so you're looking at somebody you know what are these guys going to do who are these people going to be that just step up a guy like tyus jones has to step in for job but he's not an offensive player he's a defensive minded player so they have to find other ways to find some offense around tyus around these guys to see who can contribute and really step up and take on that load it's like how the hornets were early on when we saw we were losing a lot of our scoring earlier last season and we're wondering where it was going to come from we had a lot of guys step up and they have some pretty solid players on their team that can still make a pretty significant impact starting with the big man inside Jonas Valanciunas I mean he's got four straight double doubles to start the season which matches Zach Randolph and in Memphis Grizzlies history when you're matching Zach Randolph doing anything I think you're off to a pretty tremendous start uh, because he is one of their guys that we know is, is the kind of cornerstones of that franchise so Jonas has been looking really good early on he's going to have to be a lot for our, us to deal with inside and it's going to take a collective effort to slow him down again. And it's a well-taken point that, you know, you, you can't look at a team and say, well, there is an injury, so there means there's an opportunity immediately for an easy win. It also means there's an opportunity for someone who didn't have a starting job, didn't have a primary role, to step into one and make themselves a major player. Anyone in the NBA is, by definition, an NBA player and capable of having a big night. And uh, the, the Hornets have to be on the ready. Can't just say, well, we won two in a row. We beat you know, two teams that are supposedly uh, playoff teams. We're feeling pretty good. Let's take care of this Memphis team and, and on to Philadelphia. Uh, no, you got to focus on the game at hand. Yeah, because they have some other veterans over there that are not going to allow this thing to just kind of fall apart. And, and you're right that when you're coming in with a team like this, it's almost like facing that new pitcher brought up from the minors. These are a bunch of guys you haven't maybe faced before in this lineup working together. So it becomes difficult early on for teams to match up against teams that they're not really used to going against. But then you've got a guy on Memphis, too, like a Kyle Anderson. He's a veteran forward who's been in this league forever, but still stepped up against Brooklyn and scored a game or a career high 28 points when Ja went down. So 
there's players there that are ready to step up. You've got a guy like a Dylan Brooks who's ready to kind of take that next level. Desmond Bain had his best game of as a pro uh, last time out against Boston with a career-high 16 points. So these are guys who we're going to see, younger players playing with some of these veterans that are kind of trying to find a balance to keep everybody kind of locked in, focused, while Ja is out to just kind of kind of keep things status quo as best they can. You mentioned, well, then I, that I really love him as a player and uh, as someone that I think is is great about having a chip on his shoulder in Dylan Brooks. D- Dylan strikes me as the kind of person who, like, he'll walk by you in a hallway and imagine that you said something about him so he can get mad about it and then go out and take it out on you on the court because he just plays with this energy and and not mean streak, but you know what I mean. Like, it was like when um, Miles Bridges was in the zone against Oklahoma City. He came to the bench every time out angry. Like, he was, he was, I am not getting out of this mindset. I don't care if I have to sit here for a minute. I'm going to be pissed off for the next 60 seconds until I can start playing again. That's how Dylan Brooks is every single day in the best way possible because it just seems to energize him. He's a dangerous player. And that's what makes him so scary. And that's what makes this matchup potentially be so scary as well because he does he's got that kind of mentality that he's just going to keep bringing it to you and now when you're giving somebody like this a better opportunity to really kind of be one of those guys like we're talking about somebody's going to have to step up and take on that load for Ja. is he going to be that guy we have a good feeling he might be and if he does if he gets in that zone and can put his team on his back the way that we've seen certain hornets do that over the course of stretches early on in the season to kind of carry them if if dylan's able to do that he might give this team some confidence early on so we want to make sure that we're keeping him down early and making sure that he doesn't get the confidence in himself that will also bring forth the confidence in that team behind him Finally, I I think this game is important for the Hornets potentially because I think it really would serve to put the league on notice. I think, you know, one one win in a certain style or fashion is, you know, an occurrence or a coincidence. Uh, Twice, that's a coincidence, maybe a trait. Three times in a row is a trend. That that means this is officially the standard. Uh, people have to be aware. Hey, the Hornets didn't just have a a, a on night against Brooklyn. Uh, they didn't just catch Dallas uh, sleeping a little bit and, and a little off due to injury to Kristaps Porzingis and an off night uh, from Luka Doncic. No, this is the way they play, and you got to be ready for it each and every night. So th- this is an opportunity against the grindhouse to go out there, play that up-tempo, fast-paced style, and take control of a third straight game and really put the NBA on notice that the Hornets are a player. Yeah, I think you're 100% correct in, in that assessment too, Sam, because after we started off 0-2 and you're looking at games against Brooklyn and Dallas coming up, I don't think there were many fans out there either of the Hornets or NBA who said, oh, this team can win those next two games. This Hornets team has found a way to rebound after that slow start, is playing some of its best basketball, and against top-quality teams right now. So to be able to stretch that out, put together a little bit of a winning streak would be huge for this team. And also, let's be honest, it sets the tone because this is the last game at home for the next week. We've got four road games coming up after this one. So if you can get a little bit of a streak going, you come off that big win in Dallas on the road, so you're confident about how you play on the road, and you can keep winning, heading back out for that four-game stretch, I think this could be a key pivotal game for this confidence that our team has as they get ready to head out. 
The team ended 2020 on a high note. They'll try and start 2021 on one as well in their new city edition, the Mint Edition uniforms. Going to be a lot of fun. Tip is at 7 p.m. You, of course, can hear the contest on WFNZ, the Hornets mobile app, or by watching on Fox Sports Southeast and the Fox Sports Go app. Our thanks to Matt Rachinsky for ringing in the new year with us. Thank you, Matt. Happy New Year to y'all. I cannot wait to see these jerseys. Let's check them out. It is going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, Happy New Year to all of you. Thank you to all of you for spending part of your New Year's Day with us here on the HHC. Thanks to Matt Rachinsky for the nickname. For Matt, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hive Guys.